Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Creating with Camille. For this episode, I have five tips to heat up your summer, (laughs) but of course they're not that spicy because they're coming from me. So these five tips uh, will be more towards improving your artistry and improving your lifestyle overall. So summer in an international pandemic definitely makes it a season that's different from the past. But that doesn't really mean that there needs to be a compromise in artistic expansion. Okay, so these are five tips that I found most helpful for me so far. This summer, as it wanes to a close in September, at least where I'm from, that's the September season, the August season's the hottest. Um, But, I mean, to each their own. But for me, this is what I've learned so far in a summer where, for the first time that I can recall, it's been much more individual than before. So number one, I would say locate a strange new obsession. Uh, So no uh, simple task here. Like for me, my strange new obsession, believe it or not, is opera. So I have become obsessed with learning about the technicalities and history of opera. I've taken the liberty to also enroll myself in two different online classes that talk about the history of opera, and I'm halfway through the first course. I'm also doing my own research um, and getting into it by having fun with it, air quotes on that, by watching things like Phantom of the Opera. Um, So I have decided to immerse myself in an art form that, if I'm honest, it's extremely unfamiliar to me and has a very vast and rich history. So for my daily life, I clearly, because I'm uneducated, don't understand opera (laughs) at all. But I'm making an effort to learn about it because A, it's art, and B, it's strange to me. So why not? So I've been taking classes on opera, learning about opera, watching online opera, and fantasizing about the day that I'll be able to once again step into an opera facility, such as like the LA Opera or something like that. Okay, so being a creator means that I really tend to focus more on other authors, and especially authors within my own genre of writing. But I'm honestly trying to make an effort to expand outwards and look at other artistic fields. And, well, this seems like the perfect time, because if you can't go to the opera, you might as well learn about it on YouTube through a video until you can. And then you can impress all your friends with your newfound knowledge. At least that's my plan. I've yet to figure out who I'll take. (laughs) Okay, number two, call a distant friend. So for this phone call to work, you may need to have this precluded by a text message or an earlier conversation before catching up. I've found that when you call people out of the blue, they tend to think you're dying. So you might want to just let them know you want to call them to catch up. Why? Because phone calls are extremely personal 
And from my experience, they really help to keep a conversation flowing. And it's more personal and intimate than a text. So you can pick up on those intonation differences when you're talking to someone that may not really reveal themselves when you're in a conversation via text message. You'd really have to understand the person's texting style and personality. And for me, my personality and text message style doesn't always translate to other people. So if you want to catch up with someone, it's one of those friends, you know, that you've always been close. You just drifted apart from circumstance or just hanging out in different circles. Nothing actually wrong happened in this friendship. So why not rekindle it during this time? Number three, this is something I've been doing a lot recently. So you can, this is your take it or leave it moment. You don't have to accept what I'm putting down as useful information. But I've been doing it and I found it's had a very positive response. So write a letter to a close friend. So go above and beyond with an extra personal touch. Snail mail! I've taken to writing a few letters in this pandemic, and it's a very, very inexpensive gesture that comes with a ton of heart. So I've written, I would say, five or six letters to close friends over this pandemic for birthdays or thank yous or, or whatnot. And I found it really does help to bring everyone closer together. Um, especially when it's someone who's dear to your heart and you might not be able to tell them in person your exact feelings of happiness or joy or whatever it is. But sometimes it's just easier to text it out. And why not go for the old-fashioned text, a letter, and see how it goes from there. I keep, I know this is nerdy, but um, I love to keep all the letters people give to me. So I just have them floating around the house. I'll be able to put them in a massive collection one day. But I really don't like to throw out um, any birthday cards or letters I've received. So I just like to keep them. (laughs) And I really like to reflect on them sometimes. Or just, you know, it's a great way to think positively or have a good experience with someone is to reminisce through uh, words of affirmation and love. At least that's what I like to do. So write that letter to someone who you are close to, perhaps a parent, and just don't say anything, don't mention it until maybe, I don't know, like a few weeks later just to see if they got it. Um, But I am a huge fan. Number four, uh, this one I've been doing not since the pandemic, basically forever, but silent act of kindness. So... Help someone who cannot help you, basically, is the motto of that. And I really started engaging in silent acts of kindness in high school. Uh, But my high school was very stand-up and engaging and really honestly promoted that lifestyle for others and for yourself. And I think I just wanted to carry it forward, especially now that... um, Unfortunately, and fortunately, these are the gestures that I have found to be most meaningful and to have the largest impact on my personal perspective. Um, So do something and expect nothing in return. And now more than ever, 
There are just so many opportunities to be able to go above and beyond with this. And so I would say these are acts that I like to call, oh, I can't believe I'm revealing this. I like to call soul food. And I find that I'm more at peace when I've done one because they help me at least to feel closer to the bigger picture. So if you don't know by now, I'm a little bit of like a hippie, I guess you would say, in the fact that I do believe that we have some a lot of commonalities more than the differences we like to believe. So when we help each other, we're just going towards that communal goal at the end. And everyone really has the pursuit of happiness. Everyone has that that interest in having a safe, healthy life. Like no one's really different there. So I really do like to put that forward for other people because it gives me satisfaction, uh, A, just to help, and B, because I really try my best to just do every day like how I would want to be treated is how I would like to treat other people. Um, yeah, so I guess that was like a bit of a Bible quote in this podcast. All right, so now you know how I feel about acts of kindness. Just do it. Um, so number five, this is the big one. Do something that scares you this summer. Okay, so disclaimer for those who are passionate. I'm not suggesting that you do something hazardous to your health. This is not what I've been doing this pandemic at. Things that scare me are much simpler than things that can hurt my health. Um, So that sometimes is having a conversation that's uncomfortable with friends or family, especially at this time. That is something that scares me. But sometimes those conversations need to be had. But it also means that you can do a skill or task that you generally find daunting because it's outside of your comfort zone and not something that will highlight your mortality. So just save yourself from yourself and avoid risking your life. That's that's always number one in my mind. Um, so for something that scares me, I've been trying more and more just to get out of my comfort zone. So... I've been just trying to engage more with the people around me and be more actively involved in my life here, in the present. And I've realized that people have much more positive interest in this currently than before. So I'm a huge fan of just trying it out. And I don't know, like if you would like to take these personal things I've been doing, these five tips I've been living, go for it. Let me know. Give me that feedback that I so love and adore. Um, Send me the feedback through my email, which I have in the informational section of this podcast. I always love to have feedback from you guys and you girls and you women, you ladies, you everything, you they, you perfect people, you. And just let me know what I can do, what the next episode should be about. I'm thinking of bringing on another guest speaker. And I personally, as I am biased because I'm looking at and considering someone, would love to know your feedback and perspective of who you would like to have on next. So feel free to send me that in an email and I'll love to look at them. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Creating with Camille. 
And I hope these five tips help to heat up your quarantine summer because I know they did for me and my life. All right. Bye. See you next week.